Hey, I'm Spencer. And I'm Britton. Since 2011, Buckethead has released 316 albums in his Pike series. And we're going to listen to them. Three at a time. This is Getting Head. No. Welcome, jokers, smokers, midnight tokers. Lovers, sinners, pickers, and grinners, thrillers, killers, and of course, Steve fucking Miller, Dennis Miller, <laughs> medical billers, Michael Pillars, and Hillary Schillers, drink spillers, oh. slot fillers, Phyllis Diller, and Benjamin Stiller, <laughs> fish gillers, burger grillers, oat millers, and window sillers, pickle dillers, capital hillers, and urine willers. Drink some pee and pray for me. Watch TV. Eat some ass. It's episode 93 of Getting Head. A, a bucket, bucket cast. cast. Oh my God. Wow. 93. We're really here. We're really doing it. We're almost to 100. I feel like that's an accomplishment. There's se- some seven people. more. To, I mean, that's 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 like almost two more months till, till we <laughs> I get mean, I there. I that's true. I mean, it's weird because like... I guess technically, I mean, well, not technically, we do do an episode every week, mm-hmm. um, and it feels like we do a lot of these, and that's true, but I, I guess it feels like we're doing more than we're actually doing. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, man. we do do two podcasts. Maybe we that's should talk true. about that. It, yeah. Maybe we should give a Patreon update. That's my that's <laughs> I my you're going to break into your Geppetto song <laughs> from earlier. <laughs> no, no, that's 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 Patreon only. Uh which I'll, oh, wow, I'll okay, record yeah. that. I still also got to record. I I actually do have a pretty bad sca- scratch recording of Jesus got the biggest dick. Jesus got, got the, the biggest, biggest dick. Jesus got the biggest dick. Jesus got the biggest dick. Jesus got the biggest dick. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. I want to sing on that song. You, you gotta send it to me. We, we gotta. Okay. Do a chorus of of Jesus got the biggest dick. Yeah. Yeah. There's that part. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um. But anyway, uh, Patreon update. You know, stuff's going regular. We're just uh, recording the two podcasts now. Hopefully, we'll get back to doing some bonus episodes very soon here. Uh, maybe yeah. maybe we should try to do uh, next week. You want to maybe do a uh, July music cast? Yeah, that could be fun. Let's yeah. do that. Yeah, we skipped last month. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll send you a list today. I was today. all busy moving and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you can but do yeah, that. let's do that. Cool. Maybe. All right. So so we'll uh, we'll do that. Throw that up on the uh, old Patreon there. Um, and uh, yeah, big shout out to people. Uh, we changed the tiers. We changed the tiers. It used to be the... Secret Coop and the Secret Coop Black was the higher tier, the $5 tier, where we mention you and thank you personally. Um, but now we, uh, because we're, we we reformed the Patreon to uh, Dumb Idiot Bullshit, uh, which... Uh, <laughs> because that's what we make, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's what we do. Yeah, and that's we've, we've talked about it for a while. That's kind of the, the, the banner we're putting all of our stuff under because we don't want to, you know, 
make a bunch of content and have different people have to pay different amounts for it and whatever, you know. Like yeah, to like to centralize it and so people can just, you know, uh pay us as artists and not uh you know, a specific project we're doing. Yeah. Cuz we're more sense. than that. Uh but yeah, big uh, big shout out to of course as always, Dan Morrison, Dylan Lance, Ian Killia and Devin Saturnus. Uh, Hell yeah. Yeah. Big pre- shout out. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, our tears are now dumb idiot. And now for $5, you're a big dumb idiot. So the <laughs> the four aforementioned people are big dumb idiots. Uh, we appreciate you, big dumb idiots. That's that's great. That's nice. That's Yeah. Awesome. If, if you would like to be a big dumb idiot, uh, go to patreon.com slash dumb idiot bs oh yeah. yeah do it dumb idiot Before BS. You regret it you'll regret it if you don't probably. yeah really so, really especially when we well. start doing well we got a ton of bonus content up there we we spent oh, yeah. five hours uh talking with a doctor about uh uh heathcliff comics that's true like an actual professor doctor doctor professor fancy man yeah five hours five talking about heathcliff. hours talking about <laughs> heathcliff you you don't want to miss that kind of content you really don't it's uh it's classic it's iconic it's uh, oh, it's, uh yeah. it's you know i actually had a great uh, a great idea for a bonus episode the other day what's that and i forgot to talk to you about it i'll talk to you about it later it'll okay. be a surprise okay but uh yeah uh i have an idea i'm gonna oh. do it I, I still have like hours and hours worth of notes about, um, uh, and we promised the audience Ghost of Mars. Still oh yeah, let's, Ghost of let's Mars. do Ghost of Mars. Let's get yeah. some uh, some friends uh, on here and we'll just talk about it. Yeah, it'll be good. Let's cool. do it. Anyway, anywho, Britt, what's up with you? What are you doing? I don't know. Working, jerking, yeah, uh, twerking, midnight twerking, smirking. <laughs> yeah, definitely smirking. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. You know what a merkin is, right? Uh, it sounds really familiar. I've I've learned this before. It's okay. I'm going to tell you a story then. Uh, okay. So when I was working at a cafe, mm-hmm. uh, it, it was like a you know tea and coffee sort of place, right? Yep. Um, we'd have people hanging out in there and like working and shit like that. So we had like using the Wi-Fi, and we had these people come through, being like, "Hey, you should use our business. Like, we want to, we want to pitch this to you." And I was like, mm-hmm. "Okay, what's your business?" They're like, "We, uh, we put a front end in front of your router, so when people connect to your free Wi-Fi, they have to enter an email address in order to get in. Mm-hmm. The email address is shared with us and you." And I was like, "That seems terrible yeah, for everyone. Like, fuck. why yeah. would we do that?" And then like, oh, oh, but it, it's chill. It's only like a couple hundred dollars a month or something. And I was like, this is the worst pitch I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they're like, oh, yeah, our, uh, the name of our company is Merkin. Mm-hmm. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Mm-hmm. A Merkin is a pubic hair wig. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's cool. <laughs> and I was like, do you know what a Merkin is? And they're like, what? And it's like, this is our name of our company. And I was like, well, uh, okay, thanks. Bye. That's pretty, um, that's pretty but cool. I love that the uh, company with the name of a pubic hair wig uh, yeah. wanted to collect I, all of our customers' I love email the, addresses. I love that they have pubic hair wigs. That's so weird, right? It's, it is strange. Yeah. Like in I mean, what, well, in, hey, in, there's, in, in, there's in, a market. Yeah, but in what situation? I just don't get it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I just, I'm like, perplexed. Hey, you know, I think maybe that sort of thing came around in the uh, 70s or 80s where, you know, Big Bush was, was in. A, it was the style of the times. Yeah. 
and people wanted to fit in. Yeah, Big Bush ended when Ross Perot ran for president. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they that yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what they call him. Yep. Man that ended. <laughs> Big, Big Bush. Bush. Yep. Thanks, Ross Perot. <laughs> You're probably the only person thanking Ross Perot for anything in 2022. Yeah, that's that's because I'm a political historian, Spencer. Oh, nice. That's a that's a that's a claim. Yeah. Sure. Uh, <laughs> I I uh, I talk about politics and uh, the Bush years, and specifically, I'm talking about pubic care. Uh, it's the yeah. only context I really understand politics in, but I understand you know, that, it very that's well. That's what your your like your solo podcast should be about. It should <laughs> be about political history, like but aligned with you know pubic, pubic hair, hair throughout yeah. the years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. great idea. I, I think it's a great idea. <laughs> mm, yeah, it's a that's a, that's a fourteen dollar idea right there. Ooh, nice, nice. That's not bad. You could almost buy lunch for that. <laughs> almost. <laughs> Some places you can buy lunch for that. Uh, not in the Bay Area. <laughs> Let me tell I, you that. I bet not. Uh, well, you know what? You got some goth news for us? I've always got some goth news for us, dog. Let's fucking go. Beneath the weeping moon, it's goth news. Goth news. Goth news for cool dudes. This week in goth news, following up on a goth story we covered last week in goth news, this week in Sorub Goth in Pakistan, Afghan <laughs> immigrants looted people amidst the ongoing political and racial unrest in the region. Mm-hmm. You'll perhaps recall from last week that violence started due to ethnic tensions that arose in the wake of the killing of a boy named Bilal Kaka following a scuffle at a tea shop. 25 Afghan citizens, not from the area, were arrested in recent looting and protest roundups by the police. Still have no real clue what's going on here, but it doesn't sound very goth to me. It doesn't sound very goth at all. Get it yeah, together, Sorab yeah. Goth. You have, yeah, a, you, have, you have something to live up to here. <laughs> this week in goth obituaries, Michael Henderson, electric bass guitarist and vocalist, passed this week at his home in Atlanta, Georgia at age 71. Henderson is best known for his work with Miles Davis, Stevie Wonder, Marvin Gaye, and Aretha Franklin, among others. Prior to working with Davis, Henderson was a touring bassist for Stevie Wonder. At a show in uh, Copacabana in New York City in the early 70s, Miles Davis saw a young Henderson performing and told Stevie Wonder after the show, quote, I'm taking your fucking bassist. (laughs) That's pretty fucking awesome. That is pretty sick. Uh, Henderson would become uh, would come to be known as one of the pioneers of fusion jazz, performing on foundational fusion jazz albums by Miles Davis, Jack Johnson, Live Evil, and Agharta. Henderson also enjoyed some success as a solo artist, charting high on the R&B charts with minor hits Take Me, I'm Yours and Wide Receiver in 78 and 80, respectively. Mm-hmm. So thanks for everything, Michael. Stay funky. Rest easy. Most importantly, brother, stay dead. Fuck yeah. And finally, That's in goth tight. news. What a, what a legacy. Yeah, right? It's leaving behind. That's, wow. And finally, in goth news, this week, Mashed.com published an article called What It's Really Like to Work at Papa's John. Or, sorry, Papa's, Papa's, Papa's John. John. 
<laughs> no, that's like actually the second person Papa John's Papa's John. <laughs> There's John has two papas. <laughs> um, so, and finally, in God's news this week. Uh, this week, a Mash.com published an article called What It's Really Like to Work at Papa John's, which I read, uh, but uh, contained a reference to an article I hadn't read that I'd like to share from. <clears throat> In 2018, Forbes published an expose on goth and pizza patriarch Papa John Schnatter soon after his resignation uh, from his position as CEO of Papa John's. Therein, a ton of allegations were made based on the interviews of 37 current and former Papa John's employees. Oh, no. <laughs> According to the article, female employees were mocked and asked if they were menstruating. Male executives oh, no. made references to gangbangs and comments about whether women wanted to jump on the train. In 1999, a mobile <laughs> phone representative named Leslie Workman filed a suit alleging that Schnatter groped her after meeting her at a party at a Louisville park, proceeded to stalk her, then asked her boss to send her to Papa John's to discuss a possible phone contract. An out-of-court settlement was reached. Tremendous yikes. He allegedly recruited Papa John's employees to spy on their colleagues. He read workers' emails accusing, uh, according to two sources with knowledge of the episodes, and sometimes conducted business from burner phones, <laughs> which he admitted to in court. That rocks. In 2009, Schnatter attended the NCAA Final Four in Detroit. During the trip, there was an incident with a 24-year-old female Papa John's marketing employee that resulted in a second confidential settlement and the employee's swift departure. Three sources tell Forbes they know of additional settlements between Schnatter and women involving inappropriate conduct, though details could not be confirmed by publication time. Damn. I wasn't aware of like any of this, but holy fucking shit. Yeah, holy fucking shit. This is pretty bad. Uh, Schnatter stepped down as CEO of Papa John's in 2018 after he blamed declining sales on football players protesting the treatment of black people in America, causing their stock to fall 30%. He then used the N-word during a conference call. Oh my God. Britt, okay, I've had a hell of a week. Yeah. We got to talk about my week here. Okay. Okay. So, did a couple of cool things. Mm-hmm. Um, well, okay, I did one cool thing. I bought a bass. Oh, nice. I bought a, I bought, a, bought a sick new bass. What kind of bass did you get? I bought a Carvin bass. Oh, cool. Pretty heckin' fancy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's got... You can't see it in the in the video here, but it's got, like, a fancy, like, curly maple on the fingerboard. Looks very nice. Neat. Um, it's got a big, fat humbucker in there. Oh, it's uh, a Stingray style. Yeah, it's got a it's got a jazz pickup here in the middle. You can't oh, see okay. it because it's dark, cool. but it's, it's got, like, <laughs> a, a Stingray style humbucker and then a, a, a jazz neck pickup, which is nice. Um but I got that, which was pretty sick. Feeling pretty good about that. Um, that was fun. I had to drive all the way to San Francisco though to pick it up, which was uh, quite a drive. It's actually surprisingly far away. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah uh, it is. Yeah. It was a really pretty drive, though, driving along the coast. Wow, really uh-huh. pretty over there. Um, anyways, that was the cool thing I did. Uh, the other thing that I did, 
Well, this is this is cool, but the the act of doing it was not cool. Mm -hmm. um, I got my cat finally, so Mr. Yeah, Kitty yeah, Man yeah. is here. Uh, uh, my tell, mom was tell kind me of a meow meow for me. Yeah, we love a meow meow meow. Uh, yeah, yeah. Meow. we. Uh, my mom was kind enough to bring him down here for me. She like literally like brought him on the plane like mm -hmm. as a carry on. I guess. Sick. Yeah, you can do. Can you do that? I don't know. You you apparently can do that. Um, cool. So and apparently he was like super chill the whole time. So. Good job, Mr. Kitty Man. Doing very good. Uh, but picking up my mom from the San Jose airport was mm -hmm. a nightmare. Uh, you, you should have said, no way, Jose. <laughs> uh, I tried. I was like, dude, go to any other airport. Like, not that one. Um, okay, let me describe something to you. So mm -hmm. I get there right as, you know... My mom's flight comes in at like 5.48 p.m. I get there at like 5.45. I'm like right on time. <clears throat> mm -hmm. And I go and I pull up next to the like uh, arrivals area. And I'm waiting there for like a couple minutes. And this dude comes up and like bangs on my car window like super loud. Like smacks my car window. And is like, you cannot wait here. No waiting. Go to the parking lot. And just like is like screaming at me. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, okay, okay. Chill whatever i'll go to the parking lot that's that's fine that's fine uh because my mom was like being slow like, whatever yeah you okay. should have sucked his dick <laughs> probably needed that probably. Uh, if, if someone's ever like super like aggro i'm like let me just suck your dick dog they're like <laughs> what <laughs> it really disarms them yeah bro you should work at tech support like that, that would go over great <laughs> i i do work at comcast very successful Right. Oh, right. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. So, the guys, like, you got to go to the parking lot. I'm like, okay, fine. So, I drive up. And th the way this, like, airport is set up is very confusing. There's a mm -hmm. big circle around the airport, right? And yeah. it's like a loop that you can do. Um, and he, in part of the loop, you can pull off to this, like, big parking garage. And I'm like, pull okay, well, I'll go there. Pull off, you know what I'm saying? Pull oh, yeah, one off. yeah. That, that's <laughs> why, why I went to the parking garage, course, to, to masturbate. Um, as, so as one does. I go to the parking garage, and like I get a ticket, whatever, go into the parking garage, and it is like super full. So I'm driving around for like quite a while looking for a parking spot, whatever, find a parking spot, sit there, and I look at my phone, and I realize I don't have any cell service in the parking garage. And so I'm like, well, what the fuck? I can't stay here. I got to go because I got to know. My mom has my cat. Like, I got to know when she's like, ready for me to pick her up. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so I'm like, okay, I got to get out of the parking garage. So I go to pull out of the parking garage. I see a sign that says exit this way. So I'm like, cool, follow the sign. I end up driving around the parking garage for about five minutes. Don't see an exit. <laughs> and so I'm like, well, this is weird. Uh, all right. And so then I see a different sign, like a different looking sign that says exit and it's pointing the opposite direction from the other sign cool cool right i'm like mm -hmm. okay this is Multiple dumb but exits whatever <laughs> so i i take this route and i start following this sign and this sign i shit you not takes me to a fucking locked gate mm -hmm. it just takes me to a locked gate and so i'm like that exit was close spencer <laughs> what the the first one just took me in a loop around the parking garage. The second one takes me to a locked gate. Mm -hmm. So I turn around and then I'm like, what the fuck? And so I start driving around the parking garage again. I find a third sign, a different sign, mm -hmm. a diff like a different looking sign that says exit. I follow this sign and this sign finally leads me to the actual exit. And I had to pay them $2 to mm -hmm. 
to get out of the parking garage, which I was in for a grand total of maybe like seven minutes. Yeah. It was a bad, it was a bad time. That's um, a very bad time. But anyways, I was able to get my cat after that. But just the, the parking garage thing was was a fucking nightmare. Mm-hmm. It was it was terrible. Um, and then I, I drove to three different stores in Santa Jose and Santa Clara to try to find a cat box, and none of them had a cat box. Interesting. Bad times. <laughs> I mean, you can use any box, really. Technically speaking, yeah, you, ca- you every, can. Every every box is a cat box if you, you can even if just you like... trap it in there long enough. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes. Uh, I mean, the cat box is really just an extension of Schrodinger's cat, if you think about it, because there aren't any turds in there until you, until you go open look it up. And, yeah, right? <laughs> that's a very good point. Yeah, like, ooh, it's Schrodinger's cat box. Maybe that's the name of the episode. <laughs> um, All right, yeah, that sounds pretty good. That, that works for me. Um, but then I was able to get Kitty Man here and, you know, whatever. That was the night that we watched Grind. We watched uh, 2003's Grind that night together. Speaking and of Schrodinger's uh, cat, cat box, you should explain your your theory that you posed about this film. Uh, which Sh- one? Schrodinger's uh, hot action cop. <laughs> oh, right. I forgot about that. Oh, man. I was really fucking stoned when we were watching that movie. But uh, Okay, so we're watching 2003's Grind. And... I think it was you who brought up, you're like, oh man, is this hot action cop? Because we were listening to the soundtrack. The soundtrack, mm-hmm. full of bangers. It is banger after oh, banger after oh, banger. Oh yeah, it's it like... Is, it, it's new metal, pop punk. You know what it is? It is It is like the uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater soundtrack that mm-hmm. never existed. That should No, have. it is. The, it, the is it is like, it sounds... The 2003 soundtrack yeah. is Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2.5. Yeah, it fucking slaps. It is full of like banger B-sides from like punk and ska mm-hmm. and other bands punk ska skate rock new metal sometimes new metal. Yeah. there's a little bit of hip-hop in there too yeah it's, there's there's a actually a significant awesome. a bit of hip-hop in there um it's very tony hawk's pro skater in terms of like soundtrack mm-hmm. makeup yeah. um but we were listening to it and you, i think you were like hey is this hot action cop and i was mm-hmm. like brit any song from 1999 to 2003 could be hot action cop you don't know until you look it up. It is Schrodinger's cop. <laughs> oh no, that was my line. Actually. Oh, that was your line. Yes, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> uh, but I was like, it's like Schrodinger. It's like Schrodinger's cat. And uh, yeah. uh, then the the funniest thing that happened was at the end of the movie, we were looking at the soundtrack, and there were two hot action cop songs. Yeah, one yeah. Them, one the, one that we knew because yeah. like we freaked out when it actually came on the Fever uh-huh. for the Flava. Uh-huh. Uh, but like. The other one was like the one in the beginning where we're, we're like, oh, this could be hot action cop, but it's not. And, <laughs> and it turned but out it was. It was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, love, we love hot action cop. Uh, if you're listening to us, you're not. Come on our show. Spencer's tried to reach out to your Instagram multiple times. Britt, I have I have messaged their Instagram so mm. many when times. When was the last time you messaged? Message them again today. I'm, I'm about to. I'm about Good. to message them from this this my new page. So they've they've mm. gained a lot more followers since we last looked at them. I think the last well, time we've we looked at them, with that. they had around 300 followers. Uh-huh. Uh, they currently have 592. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, good for and, them. Yeah, good for them. Maybe they still they play shows every yeah, now they, and again. They do. They do. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which God, I would. Li- I'm looking at a picture from one of their live shows, and what uh, do I have to say <laughs> to get inside, girl? <laughs> oh that's yeah, a, that's there's, that's there's, a line in the chorus <laughs> of their their one hit. 
it's true. Uh there's a there's a part in in grind where there's like a, a shot of like a skateboard flying through the air and it's set to the part in fever for the flavor where he's like little bit of boom boom kitty kitty <laughs> <laughs> good. you know what you know what we're gonna do uh, we're gonna read the lyrics to the song uh, please yeah let's do uh, it okay. you want to you want to go you want to trade off you want to go back and forth while we do this <laughs> um sure i'm, I'm um, all right, we're just gonna go in here and pull them up. All right, I got them right here. Do you think I can get some chicky chicky? I'll do the I'll do the parentheses parts. Okay. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. All right, ready? Yeah. Do you think I can get some chicky chicky? Maybe gets a little finger. Sticky sticky. You my electrical lip balm flavor. I gotta, I gotta do, do ya, ya until the next song saves ya. And I can get a little zip zip. Looky looky. Maybe just a little uh-uh. Nookie nookie. Hey, what you say? It doesn't matter anyway. You won't do another cause you're getting with me. She got the power of the hoochie. I got the fever for the flavor of the coochie. And did I mention, hey pay attention... Gonna take that booty to the, to the nudie dimension. dimension. <laughs> I got the green glow under my car. I got the boom boom system you can hear real far. Oh, hey, 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 hey. Oh, pretty, pretty shy. Whoa, whoa. 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 <laughs> oh, okay. hey, 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 hey. Oh, pretty, pretty fly. Whoa, whoa. What do I have to say? To get inside, get inside girl. girl. All right, that's enough of that song. Uh, uh, get... Oh, yeah, it's Can I Get a Little Yum Yum, Kitty Kitty. <laughs> oh, just a little bit something, itty bitty. <laughs> Do you want to get triple X groovy? <laughs> give, me, give me some of that kind of movie. And let me spin you like a record. Wiki Wiki. 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 Let me get you butt naked. Licky, licky. Here we go, yo. Here's the scenario. Gonna strip you down like a car in the barrio. <laughs> uh, and I then, think we should, yeah. And, oh, and then oh I, hold on. Let's just skip to the next verse, because this is yeah, the yeah, ever. The, the next yeah. verse, though, is incredible. Uh-huh. Do you think that I can get some? Chicky, chicky. Maybe gets a little finger. Sticky, sticky. You want to suck it like a bong hit. Whack it. You got to be my first lady jacket. <laughs> what does that mean? What does that mean? You got to be my first lady jacket. Because it's like, it's it's capitalized. My first lady is though it's like, yeah. uh, he's the president of jacking it. I'm confused. <laughs> you know, if any one of the members of Hot Action Cop claimed to be the president of jacking it, I would not question that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. If one of them was like, "Yeah, I'm the secretary treasurer of the Masturbation Society," I'd be like, "Yeah, I I believe that." Okay. I don't Sounds know if you, you're lying or not, but uh. why would you lie about that? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. That's that's pretty much that's it. That's all the lyrics. That's yeah. just. Oh, actually, uh, no. There's another one here. Um, the other one. Let's party hardy and rock and roll. We drink Bacardi and smoke a bowl. Is the only other 
I like I like the, the second reference to I've got the green glow under my car. Mm-hmm. Very early two thousands. Yeah, very, very. Um, I mean, people who did that got lots of pussy and stuff. Definitely, definitely. Lots of pussy. I think that that's what I'm gonna do the next time uh-huh. I buy a car, which I don't know when that's gonna be. But if I buy another car, I'm definitely gonna install the like underglow lighting. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do it. Don't. I'm gonna. Can I get a little what what? Sticky sticky. Maybe get a little finger. <laughs> Licky, licky. Um, <laughs> speaking of licky, licky, you know what time it is? <laughs> it's time for bucket fact. I think so. Bucket fact, 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 bucket fact. Hey, there we are. Today we're going to talk about a fairly obscure track written and performed by Buckethead. And oh, yeah. bass nectar. Whoa, whoa, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Electronic producer bass nectar called okay. bursting. Um, it's called Bucket- bursting. It's called bursting. Oh yeah, he'd be bursting. Uh, Buckethead is assumed to have been a fan of bass nectar before their collaboration together, most not- notably playing a cover of bass nectar's version of Delamere, uh, also by Scissor Kicks, one time during a 2004 show in Chicago. I had no idea Bass Nectar was that old. Yeah, Bass Nectar's been around for a while, actually. Um, Wait, didn't Bass Nectar get canceled? Did they? I thought I heard that. Here, you, you keep going. I'll look it up. Yeah. Uh, there's no information on the internet how or why the two got in touch with one another, but we do know that the very next year in 2005, Buckethead would write a song and perform it on Bass Nectar's album Mesmerizing the Ultra from 2005 which also features vocals from the UK punk band Blitzkrieg. Mm-hmm. And uh, the song's pretty cool. It's uh, mostly distorted chords from Buckethead and some chugging. Uh, nothing really lead or specifically Buckethead to be noted. Um, also, the song is only like two minutes and 13 seconds long. Huh. Really not entirely consequential to Buckethead's discography, but it does show a foray into some more mainstream electronic music that um, I, for one think would be a very welcome addition to Buckethead's already vast palette. All right, Britt. Um, yeah. Okay. So uh, Rolling Stone published an article on April 6th, 2021, titled, uh-huh. Bass Nectar Sued for Alleged Sexual Abuse of Minors, Child Pornography, and Human Trafficking. Uh, the subheadline Whoa. is, two, <laughs> accus- <laughs> yeah. two accusers say EDM star groomed them and had sexual relations with them while they were under 18 and solicited naked photographs. Um, uh, I hate to see it. Um, <laughs> He's a real Geppetto, if you know <laughs> what I mean. A Geppettophile. <laughs> uh, yeah, fuck. Yikes! I thought I had heard that. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm not really connected to like much EDM anything, so I did not either. hear about I, that. Which makes me like confused as to where the fuck I heard that. Like, mm-hmm. I don't listen to bass nectar, and also I don't really pay attention to EDM stuff, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. But apparently, that's a thing. That's maybe, wild. maybe it ended up on r slash news. <laughs> you know what? I was gonna recommend this track, but don't give money to bass nectar. Nah. Um, it's a fine, short, non-committal song. I'd say check it out, but you know what? Fuck that. Fuck bass nectar. Don't, 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 don't do that. Yeah. Instead, maybe you know, watch a 
film from the Weinstein Company <laughs> or a Roman Polanski joint. <laughs> yeah, do that. Fuck it, facts. We listen to three this week. Pike 277, Pike 278, Pike 279. Division, Division is the, the devil's playground. Unexpected journeys. And skeleton keys. Respectively. Mm-hmm. Let's start on Pike 277. Division is the Devil's Playground, released on February 3rd, 2020, the same day as Healing Inside, Outside, Every Side, a fantastic album we reviewed last week with Stone Abdullah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Uh, yeah, Healing Outside, uh, Healing Inside, Outside, Every Side? Yeah. Right, yeah, that that album is a banger. This one also is a banger. It's this this was definitely my album yeah, of the week. This same. was a bang slapper, uh, knee crapper. Yeah, um, I feel like this is one in the same, uh, like in the same slunk hill, or sorry, uh, uh, sorry, uh, roller coaster repair, uh, Jeopardy backwards, Jeopardy Castle backwards. on Slunk yeah, Hill. It, it's a Jeopardy backwards style yep. pike. It's mm-hmm. very like. Uh, we're going through, we're not repeating riffs, we're making weird sounds, we're getting funky, we're getting heavy, we're getting ambient, we're getting all over the place. An- another pike much like this in the 200s, uh, Attic Garden. Uh, yeah. Very, very much like this album. Yeah. Very frenetic. And like, yeah, the more he does these, the more I like them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I always liked these albums probably the most out of any of the pikes. The super like all over the place. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, it fucking rocks. So uh, this one is divided into seven tracks named just one through seven in Roman numerals, which I think is pretty cool. I like that. Yeah, but me too. In as much, it is just one long, continuous song that is just fucking wild. It really is, yeah. And, and it is wild. And it really goes some places. Like, there's some really interesting sounds in this. Mm-hmm. Like, he does some really interesting sounds with the guitar in particular. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think with effects more than anything. Like, he does some crazy effects with his guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, like, there's a, a track five uh, called uh, Five. Hmm. Uh, he uses the whammy pedal to, like, pitch notes differently in the middle of playing them. Right? Uh, yeah. And it's really fucking cool. It's a, it's a very, like, alien-sounding thing that's, like, very unique. And, like, you don't really hear it played in any kind of music at all. That's uh, true. Yeah, no, it, it was a really interesting sound. I actually took a note about that one in particular because, like, it, he creates this, like, really unusual melody that sounds really odd. It sounds very buckethead. He's, mm-hmm. like, doing... He's using the whammy pedal to, like, harmonize the note and then, like, change the pitch of it. It's, yeah, but he... Ch- yeah, he yeah. changes it to, like, a, another, like, cool harmonizing note. Yeah. It's, which is it's, really sick. It sounds really cool. Like, it sounds mm-hmm. really... It sounds like a robot playing guitar. Which I, yeah. I feel like that's like his end goal is to sound like a robot playing guitar. Not all 100%. the time, but at least like when yeah. he wants to, you know? Oh, 100%. And he, he does. He like, he hits that mark probably more than any other guitarist I can think of. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's it's pretty sick. Um, yeah, track track six has a fucking a crazy solo in it. Um, it does, and I wrote, yeah. I wrote, it sounds like he's playing it with icicles. That rocks. 
yeah, that is a that cool way to describe that. Yeah, what my note my note at the end of this one was just that like every single song on this album has a cool moment in it. Oh yeah, like and, and several and cool moments. Still, like, several cool. Well, uh, I, I was gonna say like yeah, at least one cool moment, and it just like it makes it have this like propulsive kind of energy because mm-hmm. the songs are relatively diverse, they're relatively different, and it it covers the gamut. I think of like most of the sounds he goes for. Mm-hmm. Um, but in like a really good way, like, uh, the, the songs, like all the albums this week, I feel like have above average drum programming and like, this yeah, is his, his drum programming definitely like gets better and you can hear it getting better, mm-hmm. like kind of era to era, like, and he took a big break in between like 2018 and now, and I'd say his production game definitely got better in that definitely. time. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, every song has these really cool moments. Uh, track four has this like really weird, like sing-songy, like weird kids music sort of vibe to it. Okay, uh, I can see that. And it's like it's very interesting and it's odd, but it's like it's cool, it, especially mm-hmm. in the context of this album where it's like so like almost chaotic and diverse. Uh, it's pretty rad. Pretty rad. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm feeling it. Um... Yeah, really cool for effects. This is definitely like a guitarist album, but also, I don't know, as far as like production and songwriting goes, it's fucking interesting if you're into this fucking wild, you know, manic songwriting. Oh, yeah. We, we love yeah. manic songwriting. We do. Who's your favorite uh, manic songwriter? Um, uh, probably the uh, Bananarama, because they did Manic Monday. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, what, what do you think is the most dangerous piece of equipment in the devil's playground? Oh, well, so that if it's the devil's playground, that means that there's going to be drugs and knives and, Mm -hmm. you know, broken bottles and, uh, you know, just that kind of stuff. Right. Like Mm -hmm. I I would say probably the most dangerous thing Mm -hmm. is not having a good time. Really? I'd say it's probably the devil's penis. <laughs> uh, you think it's barbed like a Klingon's dick? Um, yeah, yeah, I'd say so. I'd say it's, I'd say it's more like a big old dog stick. It's got like a knot on the end. <laughs> yeah, it, it's probably shaped like his tail, right? Like a spade. Oh no, his, the, he doesn't have a tail. The devil. Yeah, that's his dick. Oh, okay. All right. We've all seen it. We we know what's up. We know. Yeah, it's just it's, he just hides it. He tucks it, and it's fucking still enormous. It's just like a big old piece of spaghetti back there <laughs> flopping around. He's always fucking hard as fuck, and it's got this weird curve to it. So uh-huh, uh-huh. it always looks like it's like gonna stain it up, mm-hmm. wagging around back there. You think the devil is impotent? Do you think he can impregnate? Um. Yeah, he's he's. I don't think he can impregnate. He can come though. <laughs> what do you think what? his cum looks like or smells like more specifically? What do you think it tastes like? I think it tastes like. Um, uh, oh, I know what it tastes like. You know what it tastes like? What? I bet it tastes like uh, <clears throat> when you vomit up a bunch of hot tamales, the candy. Mm, That's yeah. probably what it tastes like. Interesting. I was I was thinking more like uh, Baja Blast. <laughs> uh. Why? Why? Because uh, Taco Bell is run by a bunch of devil worshippers. Uh, no, because his cum is a Taco Bell exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> nice. 
Um, Pike 278. Wow, just moving on. Okay. Unexpected Journeys. Uh-huh. February 21st, 2020, 18 days after Division is the Devil's Playground. Yeah, this one is, um, It I guess it, it took me on relatively expected journeys, I guess I will say. That being said, those journeys were mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a very Buckethead alt-metal album. Yeah, it's very, yeah. like, melodic metal. Very much so. And there's actually a couple of fav- like fan favorites on this album. Like, mm-hmm. uh, Boo Boo Got His Black Tail. It's, like, a super popular song with a bunch of, like, covers and stuff on YouTube. Oh, okay. All right. People people seem to like that one a lot. That's mm-hmm. a good song too. It's a really pretty song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that that song is really cool. Like, there's some pretty guitar solos in this. There's some pretty like um, guitar melodies in this. Uh, mm-hmm. I I liked tracks two and three the most. I think the live track at the end uh, is okay. It's fine. It's super live though. And <clears throat> it, it's weird. This is like one of the first Buckethead live. I think this is the first live thing he's put in a pike. Yeah, oh, definitely the first live thing he's uh, put in a pike. Which, yeah. is, which is wild. Um, especially since he's made so many like in the studio so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd agree. I actually really liked uh, track four, the uh, Caterpillar's Tale, probably the most uh-huh. on this album. It was a, kind of an unexpected and beautiful melodic song. It is really melodic. It yeah. was straightforward, but it was like, it was a really catchy melody. And it was super simple, but the production was great. And I really liked it. It, it felt like something that came from the heart, from Buckethead, from the Bucket Heart. Yeah, Bucket Heart. We love the heart. Bucket Heart. Uh, but also, like, Boo Boo Got His Black Belt is, like, a, you know, fan favorite for a reason. It's fucking really cool. It is really cool, yeah. Uh, first two tracks are kind of whatever to me. The first track especially, it's, it's a fine old metal song, but it kind of sounds almost like Steve Vai, I guess. I could see that. Could Which see is that. cool. Um, but, you know, I don't love Steve Vai because his stuff is a little clinical to me. Oh, yeah. A lot of the time. Yeah. Um, second song is actually pretty cool. It's it's more yeah. like a, a southern rock thing, though. In parts, um, yeah. But there's some, parts, like, really there, nice melodic soloing in it as well. There is. There's a couple, like, parts where he, like, you know, drops down and just does, like, really melodic parts. But for the most part, it's got a kind of a bluesy southern rocky backbone, which is... Not my favorite bucket head. I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. Uh last track, GSA or GHS Live. Like why do you why why are you putting a live track in here, dog? I don't get it. Yeah. And that one of all live tracks. And I'm not saying it's bad, but it's also like not that remarkable mm-hmm. either. So I'm just like, I don't know what we're doing here. You know but- you know what is remarkable is a whiteboard. <laughs> That's true. Unless you use a Sharpie. No, you can take that off pretty easy. Off a whiteboard, really? Sharpie? Uh-huh. What, do you, what yeah. do you use to take it off? A dry erase marker. Sharpie? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know about that. Okay. No, trust me. Look up YouTube videos on it. It's it's amazing because um, it's the the ink like mixes into the the dry erase ink. Uh, because there's a solvent within the ink and so it mixes into there and so you you keep on drawing over it and erasing it and eventually it almost completely erases it's pretty nuts that's super interesting i guess that makes sense yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah uh what's the most unexpected journey you've ever taken spencer i think honestly it's funny that you bring this up but i think honestly i think it was the time that i 
it was it was the time when you weren't in the band when we were teenagers mm-hmm. and you like called me and were like hey we're going to a christian rock show in wasilla i'm 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 headed to pick you up and i was like yeah. all right <laughs> it was just like you didn't give me a choice you're just like yeah we're i'm headed to yeah. pick you up we're going to this christian that, that rock sounds show. like something i'd do uh-huh yeah. And then, so you came and picked me up, and this was like, you picked me up in like South Anchorage, and then we drove to Wasilla, Alaska, and that's like an, an hour, hour and, and a half, drive. half of driving. Yeah, like, yeah. it's pretty pretty far away. So we got, we, we stopped at Cars on Huffman. Cars is like Safeway, if you don't know, and yeah. got some like drinks and whatever, and then we got super fucking high. Oh no, we got high before we went into into, into Safeway, yeah. because I remember being in the, in the, <laughs> in the Safeway and being like, happening <laughs> yeah yeah we were super ripped and then we got more ripped and we, then this is the best part the best part yeah, is yeah the, the show was at a church and uh-huh. then we went to the wrong church well so this was like pre-gps pretty much like uh, yeah, we were yeah. very, very early gps so like we had a map quest map or something i think i think you just looked it up or yeah. something like that i i don't think that like because we we didn't have smartphones at the time no. So, like, I think that you had just looked it up before. Yeah. Oh, oh, I think that you had, like, called somebody and got... Dir- I think you had called Brian and gotten yeah, directions. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. And then we used those directions to go to the wrong church, which was, like, down the road from the thing. And we... And, and it was, like, I don't know. It was weird. It was, like, a Saturday night or something, right? Uh-huh. And, like, we were stoned as fuck and, like, looking for the right church. And I'm like, oh, that's got to be it. It's like the only church. It's got to be the only church in the area, right? With like, like people yeah. at it. There were like the, the yeah. parking lot. Yeah, was the, full. the parking lot was full and stuff. And like, oh yeah, this has to be the show. So we 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 park and we we go in. No, no, and we, like, we smoked weed right before. So we parked. Oh yeah, yeah. Smoked we, a bunch yeah. of weed. And then and then we like we walked up the stairs and like went in and like literally it was one of those like uh, TV show record scratch moments where like everyone in the church <laughs> like the whole service stopped whatever they were doing and everyone just looked at us entering the building and then we were just uh, like uh. <laughs> it had to have been like a hundred people just like what. <laughs> And uh, we just like backed out very slowly. I'm like, oh, sorry, wrong church. <laughs> yeah, that was super weird. Uh, and and okay, so I actually misspoke. It wasn't technically a Christian rock show. It was like a it was like a a music festival that was at a church. And not all the bands but, were Christian bands, but most of them were. Uh, I think all of them had to say they were Christian pretty really? much to be on the show. Oh, yeah. that's interesting because like yeah. I remember uh, there were two stages. One of them was doing like Christian hip hop and one of them was doing like Christian rock. And like the rock stage was way bigger than the hip hop stage. Um, and it was like in this like giant like church compound that was like huge. And I remember like I lost... Were there, I think there was like four stages. You, you might be right because like I remember at one point you disappeared and I got lost and I just wandered uh-huh. around this like Christian festival, super stoned out of my mind. Like it was, yeah, it was quite it was a time. I remember cool. watching the Christian hip hop for a while and just laughing because it was just so goofy. Yeah. I wish I remembered any of those lines. No, that's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. We, can, we should listen to some car man. We should do a special episode about car man. We should. You're, you're probably yeah, right. Who's in the house. JC. <laughs>
Yeah. Uh, so that was probably the most unexpected journey I went on just because of the, like the nature of the journey, like because we mm. were so stoned and because it was so un- unexpected, like it really felt like a journey and also like going anywhere in Alaska feels like a gigantic journey because like you drive through That's so much nothing like to yeah. get somewhere. It's like you drive mm. out of civilization into absolutely nothing, like literally nothing, like not even lights mm. on the road. It's just like there's yeah. nothing and then all of a sudden there's some civilization again if you went the right way mm-hmm. and so it's just, yeah, everything feels like a like a quest like an oculus yeah. quest too oh interesting i was gonna say more like um uh quest bar uh oh yeah there you go more like quest love maybe true Maybe. Do you think he eats a lot of quest bars or is that like cannibalism to him uh he probably he probably owns quest bar right no, because then it'd be like spelled question mark. Oh, bar. question mark bar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I should I should just start making those, and I'll be like, yeah, I'm quest bars. <laughs> like, no, that's not that's copyrighted. I'm like, no, I spell it with the question mark. <laughs> I use the preferred nomenclature. Yeah. Quest love nomenclature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, speaking of Questlove, Pike 279, terrible, terrible segue. The worst segue. Uh, uh, Skeleton Keys, released on March 2nd, 2020, 10 days after Unexpected Journeys. I had to look up if fucking 2020 was a leap year to figure this shit out. Oh, nice, nice. And it was. Uh-huh. It was the last leap year, so 2024. I guess we get them on the presidential election years. Huh, okay, okay. Think about it that way. I think there's a reason for that. No. <laughs> uh, this uh, is well, a melodic metal pike. Yeah. Uh, it is pretty typical bucket alt metal. Mm-hmm. It's a little more melodic than the last one. Uh, there's also some cool funk parts here and there, though. Oh, yeah. um, and it's like kind of a lot of jamming, a lot of soloing over big parts. There's a couple like really long songs, like longer than 10 minute songs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do like the riffing though. Like I think that this is my second favorite pike of the week. Like I I like the the melodic riffing. It's it's nice and it's well produced. And the drum programming again above yeah, average. Yeah, drum programming. Yeah, yeah. I hope he's like sticking with whatever he's doing with drum programming in the last several pikes because mm-hmm. it's it's sounding good. It's sounding realer. And you know, it might just be he's you know, it's the technology, you know, because there are several years in between the last few pikes. So, also, there's one thing I want to I want to note here: this pike uh-huh. and the last pike. Like, I'm looking at the album art pretty big here, and it is very clear that he or whoever created the art literally just like cut out the the like two numbers after two, and then pasted in two. Num- two new numbers that are in a different font. And he did this on this mm-hmm. one and the last one. Uh, and it's really mm-hmm. noticeable when you're looking at it, like w- how I'm looking at it. Maybe not so much for you, but you can definitely tell that he like you didn't hate, replace the two, but just replaced the two numbers. You hate bad graphic design, yeah. especially. You hate bad like uh, font continuity, continu- a fontinuity rather. Ooh, I like that. Uh, yeah. yeah. You hate bad fontinuity. Mm-hmm. What's, what, what's the font you hate the most? The font that I hate the most. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, there's a lot. Um, oh no, no. Okay, so two questions actually. There's a question and a follow up question. Firstly, the question is, which font do you hate the most? And then second question, which font do you love to hate the most? 
Oh, that's interesting. The font that I actually hate the most, there's a lot of like very modern ones, like the the tall all like the tall, thin, all uppercase, like the the, the new one of the new Whole Foods fonts, Whole Foods marketing font that's all oh. like uppercase letters that look like they're hand drawn, but they're super thin. Oh, you know, yeah, I like, do know uh, that one. The one that like, they use th- on all the like, uh, I think Ellen might use it on her show. Yeah, it's like a, a super shitty font that and they, it has this like indie rock aesthetic to it. You, yeah, is it kind that one? of. And they use it on all yeah. like natural food shit. Yeah, it's like, definitely. To make yeah. it look like, oh, we're from the early, we, we hand draw all of our marketing material with this font. Yeah. No, it's that shit like, looks I terrible. Do- yeah, I don't like most like hand drawn looking fonts. They're mostly dog shit. I think they're bad. Also, I mean, basically every um, every cursive font out there is dog shit. Why are we still making cursive fonts as a society, dude? I do not know. Like, why, dude? It, some of Straight them are up. so hard to read. That oh, they're all hard to read, man. I mean, no, like, I mean, no they one... all are hard to read, but like some of them are like so crazy hard to read that I'm like, how? Why mm-hmm. are you using this? I saw like, one the other day, actually. I was driving to this, uh, the, the over by the airport, and I saw uh, a sign, and I, I could not read it, and it took me like a full minute to process what it said, but it actually said signature, but I, I, I like couldn't make hmm. out what it said. And so the thing is, we shouldn't be teaching kids cursive. We should no. be teaching them typing at that age. Yeah. Like, because cursing, cursive, like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter if you can read it or not, unless you're in a very specialized field, mm-hmm. like, unless you're going back to, like, original source documents, unless you're a fucking historian. And they should teach historians cursive, but that should be, like, an upper level thing. I don't know why, I, are, I'm i guessing we're still teaching it to a bunch of kids. I would I was know. taught I don't it. know what they teach in school these days. I, yeah, me neither. I hope they fucking change shit, because, I mean, like... You know, they were still teaching it um, like a decade ago when I was, uh, or I guess like 13 years ago when I was 14 years ago um, when I was working at like the YMCA. I guess I keep pushing the goalpost <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah. So 15 years ago, 19 years ago. 69 uh, years ago. So nice. Uh, yeah, this, uh, I did like this album more than the last one, uh, specifically because it didn't have a live track that distracted me from the album concept as a whole. And that's the thing too, is like putting a live track on an album is like, it's obvious. It's kind of like a throwaway. It's like, it's definitely not in the same concept as the rest of this album. Mm -hmm. Um, that is, but that is true. Yeah. I like this one more too, just because of like mm -hmm. the riffing. I I really like that riffing. riffing We should, we should note, uh, track three, Maskatron Roper day of the robot to John Saxon, uh, was, uh, written soon after John Saxon, the actor died. Probably. I mean, he was a huge B film actor. He's probably best known for his work. Um, and where Buckethead probably knows him most from is, uh, he's enter the dragon. Oh, right. Okay. The Bruce Lee film. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's been John Saxon stuff. Holy crap. Mm Mm-hmm. He was in, I think, Kick Fighter, which was awesome. Oh, yeah, that rules. Yeah. Um, and then the longest track on this album, Skeleton Keys, is uh, like 13 minutes long. It's mostly like jamming to alt metal. It's all right. Not imp- too terribly impressive or surprising, but it's very much Buckethead, mm-hmm. which I think is pretty cool. Yeah. 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 It is pretty cool. Yeah. Hey, Spencer, if you had a skeleton key mm-hmm. that could open one thing, what would it be? 
<laughs> the girls' locker room, bro. Can I get a little key key sticky sticky? <laughs> uh, hey, Britt, you want to go on a journey with me? Uh, where are we going on a journey to? The bucket boy. Statements from the bucket boy. Bucket boy. God. Wow. We're here. We're here, We're here looking at We're the here. lyrics for We're here. Hot I'm queer. Con. Get used to it. Yeah. Yeah. Get used to uh-huh. it. Normalize it. Legalize it. Yeah. Something. Ostracize it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> there you go. Caramelize it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Cook it down. Reduce it. Do something like that. I don't know. Uh, this is the part of the show where we look at YouTube comments for the pikes that we listen to, and you know some of them are funny, some of them aren't. We're gonna read. Sometimes we jerk off, sometimes we don't. Uh, typically we do that before and or after the show, but you know sometimes we do it on stream. So, so, so I'm always masturbating. That's why you can't see my arm. Yeah, same, same. Uh, Every time you can't see my hands, I'm probably masturbating. Bro, I wonder if we can stream this to Chatterbait. that would piss off so many people they'd be like what i'm horny i can't jerk off to this like we'll try hey but like we we could at the very least you know uh have a little bit more freedom in what we can show on stream true we could cater to people with a a buckhold fetish (laughs) all right speaking of which let's get going Justin Cooper writer says one year ago today, speaking about the last two songs on uh, uh, Division is the Devil's Playground. Mm. Last two on it really captured what the media and political figures have sounded like to me during COVID. It's instrumental music, by the way. <laughs> cool. Cool. I don't. I, I I don't know what that means. Like, I feel like it could go either way. Uh, I don't know. Moving on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Francisco Javier San German says one year ago edited. I'm extremely worried about what could happen when reaching the 666th pike, the end of the universe. That's what we can hope for, right? Yeah. That, I mean, honestly, that w- that would be a good way to go out, as opposed to how we're probably going to go out, which is like mass starvation, and you know, yeah, when we can't make food for ourselves anymore. That'll be cool. Yeah, it will be. It's um, gonna be cool when all there, the plants die. Th- there's a response here. Oh, okay, before we get to the response, though, do you think that we're going to get to a 666th pike? No. Mm-hmm. Do you think we'll get to a 420th pike? Yes. Same. There's a response to this one. Vincent Rosati says one year ago. Scared of something that's not real, LOL. What are you scared of that's not real, Spencer? Uh, <laughs> uh, my, my first thought was dying alone, but then I realized that's very real and likely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dog, what? <laughs> Uh, but as a, as far as like not real things go, 
I get okay. Here's the thing. I am terrified of driving over bridges. Like I hate it. It stresses mm. me out. I get super anxious. No, driving driving over bridges is real. It is, but the thing that I'm stressed about is not real because like anytime I'm driving over a bridge, I'm like, what if a car rams me from the side and then my car flips over the side of the bridge? That's what I'm terrified that's of. Sick. Okay, that's not it's real. not real. It's not gonna happen. But it mm-hmm. like that's what it goes through my mind whenever I'm doing it. I'm always like white knuckling it. I'm like, oh so stressed out, it's so dumb. You know what it is for me? Mm-hmm. Geppetto. <laughs> Geppetto's got the biggest dick. No, he doesn't. <laughs> that's why that's why he has to make Pinocchio. Yeah. <laughs> he did. He has to make Pinocchio to poke you know. Oh no. <laughs> Uh, Raphael Gaitan says one year ago, great bucked head. Bucked head. <laughs> bucked head. I think it's pronounced buck ed head. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Bucked head. Um, Dimebag Daryl says two years ago, long live thy bucket head. <laughs> He came back just to comment on YouTube videos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you had the ability to resurrect one person from his from history, one historical figure, but the the only way in which they could interact with the outside world is to comment on YouTube uh, YouTube videos. Who would you pick? You know what? I think Napoleon would be an amazing poster. He would yeah. be he would be in so much shit uh-huh. just posting. Uh-huh. You know. Yeah. I want Napoleon on Twitter more than anything. Yeah. You think uh, what kind of what kind of Twitter character do you think he would be like a like a Trump type character? Kind of, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he'd he'd be a dickhead, but he'd be funny as fuck. Like he'd be good at posting. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd like to see John Wilkes Booth too. I bet he'd be like a conspiracy dork. Maybe, uh, yeah, probably. Probably. Uh, oh, oh, Edgar Allan Poe would would post some dark shit. That yeah, he'd get he'd get Edgar Allan Poe on the internet. <laughs> Dude, he'd be canceled. People would be fuck. like, shut shut the fuck up, incel. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Jeff Van de Griff says two years ago, I started the day well rested, in a good mood, confident, and ready for the day. I watched this video. Now I feel scared and withdrawn. I'm curled up in the corner, shaking and confused. Thanks, Bucket. I loved it. I will pass it on. <laughs> yeah. This dude had like some kind of breakdown. Well, 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 sounds sounds this... like someone made him squirt for the first time. He squirt across the room, yeah. He squirt, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Good, good times. Good times. Cool. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks for squirting. Yeah, yeah. We always thank for squirting. Uh, Fred G. Remy says two years ago, I wish Buckethead was POTUS because at 5 p.m. on CNN, he could come on and play instead of listening to that other guy talk about the virus. <laughs> Do you not want the news on CNN, Fred G. I Remy? He wants the- this was written two years ago, like when the virus was like, important news to know yes for everybody so the the implication here is that what this guy wants is that instead of what we had Mm. we then like instead of people like go coming on the news and telling us about what's going on with covid in early 2020 instead it's like 
Buckethead playing a guitar solo. <laughs> yeah. But, and then just like a big hashtag scamdemic in the background. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I actually saw a guy at the store the other day wearing a hashtag scamdemic shirt. That's incredible. I know. Ooh, I, saw a, like, I saw a sticker on the ground. That's a rare thing uh-huh. in the first place. Like it was a sticker that was put on the ground and it said mm. planned demic. Huh? Not plandemic, but plandemic. Interesting. So two Ds, P L A, like uh, like Wharf. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Just like Wharf. Um, Albert Laroca says two years ago, after you, all bass players and guitar players, do got to updates. I do got to updates. That's true. Actually. After listening That's to Buckethead, I always got do got to updates. Dude, yeah. got two updates. Yeah. yeah. Osman Kovacek says one year ago, look at his birth chart. If this guy didn't play, he would destroy himself. How special his energy is. Tell us what you think about uh, astrology, Spencer. <laughs> astrology bad. <laughs> Uh, I, I just don't. I just don't. You know what? I, I'm past the point of criticizing it. I just don't engage with it. Like when people try to talk yeah. to me about astrology stuff, I just say I don't do astrology, yeah. and then just leave it at that. It's just uh, it's simpler that way. Like, and then I don't have to argue with people, and people don't have to think I'm a dick, because my actual yeah. views on astrology would make me a dick, probably. So, just eh, I'll just not do it. <laughs> Fair. Uh. Ryan Johnson, I have to assume that this is the director of... The director of uh, uh, Last Jedi. The Last Jedi, but spelled incorrectly. Uh, so six months ago, um, I was hit by a car and left for dead, strung out. Changed my life around living proof. There is a God. Amen. Ryan Johnson, lead guitar emoji-ist out. That dude rocks. I know. Can you imagine signing all so of your much. YouTube comments? Lead guitar emoji ist out. I want that. I want to be in a band with Ryan Johnson, lead guitar emoji ist. <laughs> Do you think that means he actually plays lead guitar, or he just like? No, no. He he can barely play rhythm. Yeah, yeah, probably. Um, I I like that this this comment was like not in response to anything. It was just like, what? What does this mean? <laughs> like, all right. I, I'm frequently asking what this means. Um, Tim Colvin says one year ago, I still think the reason Chinese democracy took forever to be released was that Axel's mind was continually scrambled and blown by his new guitarist's brilliance. Nothing will ever harness something as big as Buckethead's talent. I mean, the, the album had already been, like, in production for, like, three or four years by the time Buckethead joined. Uh, when did he join? He joined in 2001. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. It had been, like, almost five years at that point. Yeah. So, no. Okay. But also, yeah. something did harness what- Buckethead's talent uh, for, like, six mm. years. That was Guns N' Roses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they paid him a lot That's for true. it. Yeah, um, we love to see Buckethead get paid. Bucket paid. Q4 says one year ago, 
Buckethead still has all the juice. If uh, Buckethead, like, you know, when the pandemic first started and people started taking runs on grocery stores, mm-hmm. uh, if he took a run on a grocery store, what kind of juice do you think he would he would stock up on? Oh, that's a great question. I bet that he does like juice. He seems like a juice dude. Um, mm-hmm. I bet that he... I bet he likes a combination of juices. I, I don't think that he sticks to any one kind. I bet he goes for the the white grape juice in as far as like the shelf stable juices. And then for the mm-hmm. uh the refrigerated juices, I bet he goes for like a like a simply orange. Simply orange. I bet he likes some of the weird, more esoteric ones like simply watermelon as well. Oh yeah, yeah. He probably likes the simply he likes juices, a mango though. juice and oh, stuff yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, probably big mango You juice. know, the the like uh, the canned mango nectars, I bet he drinks those. Yeah, probably. Probably. He looks like a nectar boy. Oh, yeah. Big B, you know what I'm saying? Nectar boy. Nectar lounge. This is a B. This B's like nectar. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Wyatt Sprague says, one year ago, anyone else having their family ask, why do you listen to Buckethead so much? And I can only respond with, if you played guitar, guitar emoji, you wouldn't mm-hmm. have asked. Buckethead is my life's soundtrack. Driving, working, relaxing, and all the other emotions. He's got jams for all occasions. Peace, Bucketeers! First off, I like Bucketeers. Second off, did we hit a threshold here where they finally made a guitar emoji? Because (laughs) we've had two comments with guitar emojis this week. And I don't think we've ever had one on the Bucket Void before. Ever. So, are you going to look up when they made the guitar emoji? Uh, so, guitar emoji was added to emoji 1.0 in 2015. Oh, so it's been around for, I mean, at least like the past hundred or so pipes. Yeah, but it's just now that we seem to... Maybe, when did YouTube allow emojis? Ooh, that's probably the more accurate question. Do they always allow emojis in comments? I I think they maybe added that in some... You know, this is inconclusive. I don't want to say anything that mm-hmm. would be inaccurate. Uh, so I'm not sure. I don't think that they always did allow emojis, but I think that they did at some point between 2015 and now. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's a really good question. You're asking the real questions. Uh, maybe we'll find out. Report back. Um, YouTube user Rick says one year ago, Marshall headphones, dark, cold beer on hand, and this first blasting track. Guys, this is surreal. I don't think he knows what surreal is. Nope. Also, I didn't know Marshall Marshall, Marshall has... They do. They're really cheap consumer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then they license out the Marshall name to like a bunch of bullshit. Like I know Walmart sells like a a Marshall like Bluetooth speaker that looks like a guitar amp, which that's a fun idea, but it's stupid. I guess it's stupid. And wouldn't that be mono unless there's like two speakers in it? I don't understand. Mm, I think there's two speakers in it. Okay. Yeah, it probably makes sense, but... No. Guys, this is surreal. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Rick. Lastly, but certainly not least, Noise Hunter 1973 
says one year ago, a sentiment we can all align with. I hope I have enough life to listen to all Buckethead recordings. This one has 146 likes, which is a ton for Buckethead. It was the top comment on the third Pike we listened to this week, Pike 279. Mm. Lovely sentiment. Thanks, Noise Hunter. Thank you. Statements from the Bucket Bucket the part of the show where we recommend a thing we recommend a thing what do you got to recommend spencer Hodge? holy fucking shit i know you know what i'm gonna say but it's grind from 2003 my god mm-hmm. what a banger of a film and a soundtrack i would say if you don't want to watch the film just listen to the soundtrack but you don't don't watch the film it watch sucks. the film it rules it's bad it rules and Terrible. it is awesome Waste of time. It is the best way to spend Waste your time. Of life. <laughs> and it rocks. So I, I recommend it wholeheartedly. It, well, so here, this is the thing. If you're young. Can I get a little grind grind movie movie? <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of the episode. <laughs> it's got to be. It's so good. Um, okay, so here's the thing. If you're young and we're not like a teenager in the early 2000s, don't watch Grind. Mm-hmm. But also, like, why would you no. be listening to this if that was the case? But if you are, don't watch Grind. If you were a teenager in the early 2000s and you are now old, like us, watch Grind. Mm-hmm. It rocks. That's mm-hmm. uh, it, it's a, It rocks in the sense of, like, a nostalgic, like, hey, I remember when things were like this. That's funny. Ha ha. Like, kind of thing, you know? So, that, that I, I liked it. There's also some... Well, okay. Content warning here. There's a lot of sexual harassment. A ton Maybe of sexual a ton, assault. A ton of, especially one guy, one particular guy who's the most annoying motherfucker Dude, on he earth, is like, unhinged. Like talking about women's boobs to their face and be like, booby, booby, suck, 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 suck. And they're like, fuck, a, fuck off, creep. And he doesn't get the hint that that's like fucked he's up. He's like, he keeps on doing he's it. He's like, a little booby, booby, milky, milky. <laughs> <laughs> can i get a little nip nip booby booby <laughs> yeah no no but like the shit he says is like way creepier than that it's actually like really distressing and, and bad and, and gross and that part of the film is not great but it's like also kind of fun to hate that guy and like his character is also really poorly written so like when yeah. his character goes to his arc uh with the clowns and whatnot, you're just like, what? Noah's Ark. Why are there clowns? Why is Randy Quaid playing a clown? A clown? Spoiler alert. Clown. There's a Quaid clown yeah. in there. Um, Quaid clown. Yeah. Randy clown. It's a, uh, yeah. If you had to buy crypto from Randy Qu- Randy Quaid or suck him off, which would you choose? I mean, is it tied to Bitcoin or Ethereum? <laughs> Uh, it's, it's, the, it's, it's Quaid coin. Oh, I'd suck him off. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Uh, love to see it. What do you got to recommend, Britt? I got, uh, a film to recommend, uh, called Streets of Rage from 1993. It is an absolutely daffy. Whoa, is that based on the game? No, has nothing to do with the game. What? Uh, uh, it was, uh, so it is, uh, directed and co-written by Richard Elfman, brother of Danny Elfman. Yes, he is. Uh, and I think co-writer and star of Forbidden Planet? Uh, Forbidden Zone. 
Forbidden yeah. Zone, rather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and then uh, it's co-written and starring a um, actress slash martial artist named Mimi Lesios, who is amazing and awful. Like she is, she she really makes the film, and I've got a bunch of her films now. I can't wait to m- watch more. Yeah, I'd say watch anything with Mimi Lesios, but mostly just Streets of Rage from '93 is fucking daffy. Uh- I love that. It. That sounds awesome. I, I I will have to check that out. I am a big fan of Elfman lore, so mm-hmm. I I'm I always want to dive I, in. I, I'm just always a huge fan of woman does karate movies. Yeah, those are nice. Or, like are m- woman does karate is great, but kids do karate is also a banger of a genre. Mm-hmm. Like guy does karate is whatever, but <laughs> like you know when when it's a woman and especially when you like just the woman like co-writes it and so she makes every man like awful, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Like every man is just a serial sexual harasser, which I'm sure was actually her experience Probably. trying to get this film made. Mm-hmm. But um, it, it's 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 a wild ride. Streets of Rage '93. That rules. I uh, I love that. I went into a business the other day, went into a bar, mm-hmm. and they were playing Oingo Boingo. And they were playing, it was mm-hmm. a deep cut, too. They were playing Just Another Day off of uh, Dead Man's Party. It's the first song on Dead Man's Party. Mm-hmm. And uh, the song's a banger. I, I, I love it. But like, I was like, holy shit, this business is playing Oingo Boingo. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, here's, here's my joke based on that experience. Uh, Spencer walks into a bar. <laughs> Here's uh, Oingo Boingo playing. He asks the bartender, hey, is this Elfman? Uh, and the guy's like, no, Dio was in that band. <laughs> Dude, that would be the sickest bar. If I went if I went to the bar and the, the, the bartender clapped back like that, I'd be like, holy shit, you know about Elf? Like, what the yeah. fuck? Dude, let's be friends. <laughs> yeah. He'd be like, leave me alone. I'm at work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, cool with that I think it's time for my favorite part of the show hit it China this week made it illegal to sell or display American flags anywhere within the country which officially makes them star spangled banners Okay. <laughs> um, what's Amber Heard's least favorite position? What? The Johnny Depp position. <laughs> the deposition. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to, I wanted to go to school to be a kamikaze pilot, but I'm told it's a dying profession. Uh... I walked past a group of four guys the other day and they started making fun of me. Uh-huh. But it didn't bother me too much. I've got a pretty thick foreskin. <laughs> Wait, can you tell the joke that again? Works. No, I can't. <laughs> I don't think I don't think it works. I didn't think that went all the way I, through. I, I tried. I tried to follow you. <laughs> I went to Applebee's the other day. Uh-huh. The sign outside said, no shirt, no shoes, no service, which I thought was the rules to dine there, but it turns out it's the, just the description of the wait staff. Wow. <laughs> Well, uh, uh, the European version of Wikifeed is wild. It's over three times as large and called Wikimeters. <laughs> wow. Wow. 
Um, if a cannibal only ate veg- a vegetarian diet, but made an exception to eat Trey Anastasio, would that make him a pescatarian? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Because he only eats fish. Uh-huh. Yeah. But then how would he be a cannibal? Well, he only eats vegetarian unless he's eating Trey Anastasio. Oh, okay. And then he's only eating fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he'd be pescatarian. But can he eat other members of fish? Yeah, yeah. And maybe Red can. Snapper. Just, he could also eat Red Snapper. <laughs> I guess. That's a little bit of a stretch. <laughs> yeah. Um My boyfriend was mad at me for thinking I was important enough to hog all the frozen waffles. Called me egotistical. Oh no, I read that wrong. <laughs> Call me egotistical. Sorry. Uh yeah. I fucked that one up. I fucked that that's one okay. up. Um I still liked it. I was at the store the other day and they gave me back my change in British currency. It was nonsense. Right. It was Pence. Yep, Mike Mike mm-hmm. Pence. Um I don't understand Grateful Dead fans. Like you tell them you're grateful Jerry Garcia is dead and they get real <laughs> mad. Like he said it himself. It's in the name. Chill out, dude. <laughs> that's pretty good Um, uh, yeah that's all I got for for my jokes this week but guess what guess what we're doing we're doing some more bad jokes I'm so into it I I went through uh, reddit jokes uh, and sorted by controversial and took uh, zero upvote jokes here we're going to read some of them there's actually one joke in here I think is great and I'm pissed it didn't have any upvotes because it's actually great. I'm really excited to hear it. <clears throat> All right, let's start here. Um, the easiest thing about my marriage is my wife. Shell fuck anyone. <laughs> okay. Sometimes even a blind squirrel orgasms. <laughs> what? What? That's the whole joke. Is a can't. Yeah, sometimes even a blind squirrel orgasms. What is the username of the person that posted this? I don't remember. Damn. Is a cannibal also a rapist if he eats a whole woman because he is eating her out? Oh, no. (laughs) Elon Musk is more like a phony Stark than he is like a Tony Stark. That's a great one-liner. <laughs> Zing. Got him. I'm pink, therefore I'm spam. Um, <laughs> maybe you should get that looked at, I guess. Yeah. A criminal can never swim because he's sin king. He's like, he's the king of sinning. Oh my God. So he's sin king. Sin king. That wording is so clumsy and bad. <laughs> That's a joke that like a three year old would come uh-huh. up with it. Um, That's great. Uh, if we ruin Earth, our last hope will be your mom. <laughs> 
That's actually a good joke. <laughs> no, it's I not. I like that one. <laughs> All right. Here's, here's actually what I thought was the good joke in this file. Kurt Cobain received mind-blowing <laughs> head on April 5th, 1994. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That, that's really good. I like that yeah, a lot. He received mind-blowing head. You, you know, the part that it got zero upvotes, meaning like one person took the energy to downvote it, I think is like makes it extra funny to me. <laughs> Or like several people did because it's it's weighted. So yeah. like twenty people could have upvoted it, twenty people could have downvoted it. You know, it's true. No, that's a, that's a great joke. All right, here's here's a couple more. Um, ah, now I know why people from the Netherlands are tall. <laughs> okay, <laughs> are you gonna tell us why? Yeah, that's it. That's all I got. That's that's Netherlands. Uh, here's here. Is there some kind of a actually? We got two two more here. Um. Know. Women rub their eyes in the morning because they don't have balls to scratch. Their eyes? Yeah. I I don't really scratch. Women rub their eyes in, in the, the morning, morning though. because they don't have balls to scratch. I You don't scratch your balls in the morning? What are you, a woman? I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> ha, do you rub your eyes there? Woman? Yeah, that's what women do because they don't have balls gotcha. to scratch. Hey! <laughs> All right, and we're going to close out on this one, which remains my favorite bad joke until uh, someone takes the crown. Two women <laughs> walked into a library. They cleaned it so well. Ha, 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 joke! Oh, my God, the end of oh the show. Oh, my God. <clears throat> yeah, hey, Spencer, where can we find you on the Spencer. internet? Spencer.zone. What about you, Britt? You can find me... Um, uh, just go to a bucket cast or, you know what, go to our Patreon, uh, reach out there. Um, it's patreon.com slash dumb idiot BS. That's patreon.com slash dumb idiot BS. Hell yeah. Yeah. Go, go there. Uh, subscribe for as little as $2 a month. You get all of our back catalog of special episodes and shit. Some wild Turkey there, man. Hell yeah. Some wild Turkey 101. Turkey 101 and 102. All the way up, yeah, one sixty nine. Cool. Well, you've been Spencer, and you've been Britain. We've been listening to listening a bucket cast, getting head a bucket cast. Stay, stay greasy. Uh, bucket heads. Namaste. Namaste. You know what that means, right? Yeah, I do. I I don't have. I it's don't time. Have song. <laughs> oh, cool. Well, uh, well, we'll just insert the song. It's time for epic Ralph battles history. in history. You can't try to get laid or watch me ball. You gotta go out and get that job. Yeah, hell yeah.
I'm super stoked. Um, so let's do it. Uh, I'm gonna send you mine. I'm sorry. Yeah, I got two. So I got one from last week. And oh, one from I fucking this week. forgot to write another one. I'm so I'm so. Oh, dumb. Okay. Whatever. We've got three to do. Cool. Write two for next week. Yeah, we'll do two next week. How's that? Sure. Oh yeah, I'm really excited for whatever that is. I just saw the name Chris Elliott. Uh, you did not see the name Chris Elliott. Did not. You definitely didn't see the name Chris Elliott. I thought I did. What did I see? No, you saw Jesus Christ. Oh, Elliott. I thought Chris Elliott. I thought we were talking about Chris Elliott. I was excited. Oh well. No. Okay. All right. Uh, mine. I, I don't even remember what mine is about. Hold on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about J.K. Rowling. Uh, <laughs> what's yours about? Oh, you pasted it at the very end. Okay, so I've got two of them. Uh, one is about Elliot Page uh-huh. and Jordan B. Peterson. Uh. And the other is about Alex Jones and uh, Joe Rogan. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, what, what do you want to do first? Uh, let's do one of mine, then do yours, and then the Perfect. other one of mine. So... Uh, you you choose which I don't, one? I don't want to choose. You choose. Uh, let's start with uh, Alex Jones and Joe I Rogan. Uh, I think I'm gonna be Alex Jones <clears throat> here. Okay. Just gotta just gotta test my voice here. Okay, that's a that's oh goddamn good at Alex Jones actually. Frogs gay. Yeah. Oh, wow. oh well. See see uh, Oh. The New World Order is putting chemtrails up your asshole and making you want to suck some cock. I've been wanting to suck cock all week. Yeah, that's pretty good. I like that. Yeah. And what does Joe Rogan sound like? He's like, yeah. Uh, kind uh, of disaffected. Like, uh, yeah, there you go. That, yeah. that sounds uh, pretty cool, man. Oh, that's crazy, that's crazy. man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah, that's, yeah, you got to get like really close to the mic yeah, to sound like Joe crazy. Rogan. Because he's, he's always like, yeah, hey, man, I'm like right, right up here, against yeah. my mic. I'm fucking almost deep throating it because I want. Uh, I just think about like, girl cock all I'm day. Fucking, like, interested girl cock in all that, day, man. You know, um, yeah. I've been um, oh, doing this. That's uh, crazy, man. I've been taking this uh, kelp protein. Um, have you heard of this? <laughs> have you heard of this uh, kelp protein? Yeah, man. Yeah. I've been doing it for my uh, v- uh, my virality. Yeah, believe you know? it or not, I've heard it. Uh, I feel uh, I feel more manly than I ever have in my life. I have so much more. I have cum, so much more man. hair. Like it's crazy. Have you nipples? seen how how much cum I have? It's crazy. Man. Uh, my hair around my nipples is growing out to protect. Okay. My nipples. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> okay. Or uh, so you're gonna start this one. <laughs> and uh, preface for this, uh, this is a conversation that took place live. I mean, this is based on a conversation, an argument that Joe Rogan and Alex Jones had live on air on 9/11. Oh wow! The day it happened. On Alex Jones' show, this is back when Joe Rogan was the host of Fear Factor. Yeah, so he was kind of a big media guy at that point, but in a totally different way. Um, yeah, and Joe Rogan actually like calls out Alex Jones, and it's wild. Wait, was he on Alex Jones' show? Or correct? Oh my God, okay. Yeah, he called into Alex Jones' show to like argue with him. It was nuts. Okay. okay. Jesus Christ, Alex Jones! Nine Eleven like just happened. Aren't you supposed to maybe be more respectful today? Uh, nah, Joe Rogan. You know, you're an old friend of mine, but I'm going to go off on the New World Order at 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific. You can't make up no conspiracies. you got to do that research. You know, Joe, 
viewership is up three times the regular, and I'm going to try to get paid tonight. Alex, I'm getting tired of it. I, I respect what you do, man, but you got to realize what's happening today. T-O-D-A-Y. You know, this is muffed up, Joe. It was obviously the Europeans because they're rolling out their new euro and they're trying to, to destabilize the currency, and it's also the media covering them up. Dude, I'm in the media. I'm the host of Fear Factor. It wasn't the media. The media just wants money. They don't want to blow up buildings. You know, Joe, you couldn't factor any amount of fear. If we were on Fear Factor, I'd make you eat my balls, Alex. But we're not on Fear Factor. We're living under the New World Order. I can't believe you're even call. What? I can't believe I'm even calling in on 9-11 to discuss this. We're having a discussion? It's a waste of air time. My name is Alex. You gotta stop with these crazy conspiracies, man. I, like, respect you, but if you keep doing this, you see this nation? You're gonna cause some derision, man. Ribbit. Whatever. I'll platform you anyway. Wow. That was a gay frog. I, I, I caught that. That was one. nice. That was, that was, that was yeah. a nice touch. I, I like that very much. Ad lib. I, that I frog lib. That I don't remember writing this about J.K. Rowling. I don't know why I chose J.K. Rowling, but I guess okay, so that's, that's the what very we're doing. end here. Okay, so who who is talking to J.K. Rowling here? Uh this is. Uh, <laughs> oh, wait. Hold on a second. It says R. Oh, you have D and R. Oh, okay. That's for Dad and Ralph. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, 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 this is uh, the uh, publishing company, uh, the okay. publishers of her Harry Potter series. Um, okay. Cri- is that who leads here? Yeah. Criticizing okay, you. Would you, ra- about- would you rather be J.K. Rowling or the publisher? Uh, y- you know, um, <laughs> I will be J.K. Rowling. <laughs> okay. You got cool. to Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure, why not? I have no Me idea. Either. I'm like. assuming she sounds you. terrible. So yeah, she probably sounds. Like, she sounds like a yeah, bitch. I know that much. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So you you um, you are an exasperated, a like uh, like a liter- British literary pub- book public? agent. Jesus Christ, J.K. Rowling! Aren't you supposed to be the beloved fantasy author and not a malu- uh, mm-hmm. little little less uh, mouthy? A little okay. <laughs> Just exasperated. <laughs> Okay. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm going back to Dickensian newsboy. Why do I always do that when I do a British accent? You don't have to be British. You can also be American. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. They was yeah. probably Simon Schuster. I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. All right. Okay. You're leaving. <clears throat> Jesus Christ, J.K. Rowling. Aren't you supposed to be a beloved fantasy author and not a malignant bigot on Twitter? I got to ruin some Harry Potter lore at four. You can't ruin more Potter lore. You gotta get your head out of your ass. No, I'm going to try to expose the trans agenda tonight. Jay fucking K, I'm getting tired of it. You're gonna apologize and knock this turf shit off today. T-O-D-A-Y. This is muffed up. I'm never taking the day off from speaking the hate that is in my heart. 
back in the day, we would have distanced ourselves from bigots like you. I'd like your stuff to make less money so we could just ignore you, stupid. You couldn't ignoramus the side of a barn! If we were in person, I'd give you a stern talking to. Well, this isn't in person. My weird, bigoted followers will defend everything I post. I can't believe Twitter hasn't deleted you for hate speech yet. Twitter censors people? What a waste of classic fantasy literature. My name is J.K. Rowling. God damn it, your shitty beliefs make a good target. By the end of the day, more white liberals will have their Harry Potter tattoos removed. You see this nine and three quarters? It's gonna be a nine. Meow. Stop posting. <laughs> pretty good, pretty good. Uh, that was fun. Okay. Uh, now. Yes. Jordan B. Peter. I'm going to be Jordan Peterson. You're going to be Elliot Page. And uh, Elliot Page is very involved in this conversation, as you can see. I see that. Uh, okay. All right. Let's go. <laughs> all right. Um, just a second. Let me let me warm up on my my Jordan B. Peterson. I've never actually I've never uh, actually heard that uh, dude speak. So I don't. I don't know Jesus Christ, saying. Elliot. Or meant I say? Yeah. Okay. He's a little Kermit the Froggy, but he also over-enunciates everything he says mm -hmm. uh, to try to sound very academic. Um, oh, yeah. No, I think that... Sorry, I have heard the thing where he's like, woke liberals. Yours, woke liberals. <laughs> we'll see who cancels who. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Ready? Here we go. Jesus Christ, Elliot, or might I say Ellen Page, aren't you supposed to stop waging war against culture and language today? You can't have no new name reflecting who you think you are. You gotta be that gender. You know, you know I'm tired of it. You're going to acknowledge that you were a female today. T-O-D-A-Y. But back at my university, I'd call you whatever I want. I would humiliate you, stupid. You know, if, if we were on stage, I'd debate you. And I would win with my intellectual superiority. I can't believe Twitter is even suspending me for standing up for the truth. For a language. What a waste of a female actress. My name is Elliot. You see? You see this? This is what I'm saying. She's making language and culture a target. She's getting me canceled with her different name. This is her fault. You see this society? This is gonna hurt. Up yours, woke moralists. We'll see who cancels who. Wait, is that... It is that actually what's going on? I, I don't know anything about that dude. I don't... I like Anytime I see posts yeah, about him, so, I just kind of ignore so, him. So, yeah, exactly. So, basically, the whole thing that's happening is, like, Elliot Page didn't say anything. They're just a trans dude acting, being successful, being cool, being quiet. And Jordan Peterson just went off on a tirade on Twitter and had a meltdown about how 
their Ellen page. And everyone's like, what? And then Twitter like suspended him. And so he made that big video about how he got suspended for like standing up for culture because apparently dead naming a dude and calling them a woman is like standing up for culture to him. Weird. It's super fucked it's up. Super fucked up. Um, he's a fucked up, pathetic little man. Like pathetic I, little man. That's so weird. What a weirdo. It's like, so weird. That's why, like, when I see posts about that dude, I just ignore him because, like, I, I don't know a ton about him. I just know that his he has like really bad takes and it's super cringe. Yeah, he has bad takes. And more than anything, though, he has an outsized influence on culture that really fucking yeah, sucks. Well, I feel like. Uh, by like reposting like memes about him and shit, like like you're contributing to that. That's why I ignore him completely. I do the same thing with like Ben mm-hmm. Shapiro and like all those fucking guys. Like anytime I see them, people making fun of them, like I don't share those memes because it's like I don't even want to engage at all. Like I don't want to help make those people more notable by like pushing them further into the into the culture. You know? Yeah, the cultural criticism is very important, though, because by ignoring, like, groups, you're really letting them do whatever the fuck they want to do. Like, cultural criticism is absolutely important. Like, you can't just let things run free. Like, sure. You need to know who your enemies are and what they're doing to the culture so you can debate that and have actual conversations yeah. and try to turn the tide for some people who are just susceptible to stuff. Because So here's here's mm. the deal. Uh, I've had actually two uh, followers to my meme account, like, uh, because I posted about Jordan Peterson before, come and, like, ask me about Jordan Peterson. One of them was obstinate and, like, very sure that Jordan Peterson was right. And, like, I disengaged with them because they were just being a dickhead. One of them, though, was just generally not knowledgeable about things. And they thought Jordan Peterson was good and they watched some of his YouTube videos and I like gave him a breakdown of like, this is why this is bad. And they just didn't have access to that information because YouTube's algorithm doesn't want them to have that information. And YouTube's algorithm pushes people towards the right. And so, you know, I helped to educate this person on what they were doing wrong. And I think it's important to have that information if you are politically active and people like actually look to you for politics and people do kind of, you know, look for to me for political shit, which is cool. And that's a role I want to play. Yeah. 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 I mean, like it is, uh, it is important to criticize things that are stupid and, uh, explain why they're stupid. I would agree with that. Mm Um, I'm not in the political space though. I don't, I don't have any interest in being in political, being at all political on the internet. (laughs) It just seems bad. (laughs) It's cool. I think it's cool. That's cool. You know, yeah, more power to you. Uh, you love to see it. Mm. Anyways. Yep. Gotta gotta use uh, gotta use your voice to do something. Yeah, sure. Something productive, you know. And I think uh, you know, changing people's minds and making them more empathetic, um, believing in humanity a little bit more, believing in uh, hierarchies a little bit less. That's that's important shit. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's doing good work. That's praxis. And I, I like practice because I read theory. Uh, even in the Buckethead context. Oh, okay. Like he, I, in the Buckethead like context, he made five yeah, albums yeah. with it. So, so Praxis is um, it is the the action put behind theory. So it's it's being political okay. because you can just like you know post online and whatever and like have have certain ideals and whatever. But until you're like out there in the streets. Or until you're like organizing people or working with people to get things done, like 
you're not really doing anything material. And that's what praxis is. It's like the material actions behind your beliefs. Mm-hmm. And praxis is sick as fuck. Okay. Like leftist praxis is the coolest thing you can possibly do as a human being. And if you do praxis, you deserve to get your dick sucked. <laughs> nice. Hell yeah. Love to see it. Hell yeah. If you know someone who's good at praxis, suck their dick. Everyone should know that. <laughs> uh, you heard it here first, perhaps. <laughs> no, no. This is this has been a leftist thought for a long time. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. And you know, if, if you know someone in the band praxis, even though there's like only three guys Definitely. Now, Suck their they, dick. They deserve you it. You know, Bill Bill Laswell could use a, a good blowjob right he now. He certainly sure. could. Brain always could use one. Buckethead. Brain for so. brain. Yeah, brain for that's. Yeah, let's let's start a, a fucking GoFundMe campaign. Start a hashtag. Brain, brain for brain. <laughs> yeah, brain. GoFundMe. We'll try to get some <laughs> hire some sex workers yeah. for brain. <laughs> It's like I'm. I'm married. Guys. Like, I don't like, want that. Too like, bad. Like, We're gonna have four hookers suck your dick, dog. It's like we know like, you've always wanted it, bro. Here, here's an extra fizzy diet coke. Now get your dick sucked, homie. Hell yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Well, with that, we'll, we'll peace out. Bye. Bye.